to the J. Kim Show, Hong Kong's first dedicated podcast on investing in Asia. Join us as we survey the land and discover the greatest companies and most profitable investment opportunities in Asia. If this is your first time listening, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week with the goal of providing actionable insights to you, the listener, with every single episode. And now, on to the show. We're going to take a break from our 500 Startups Alibaba mini-series this week for a special feature episode on women in tech. This week is Rise Week here in Hong Kong, and for those of you who are unfamiliar with Rise, it is a huge, if not the largest, tech conference here in Asia. There are thousands and thousands of startup founders, investors, entrepreneurs that all gather into the city of Hong Kong uh, for the conference to listen to great speakers and to participate in a lot of the ancillary events that happen all around the city. A uh, little shameless plug here for myself. I am hosting a startup grind panel called How to Fund Your Startup. And that's going to be on Wednesday, uh, July 11th at 6.30 p.m. So head on over to the startupgrind.com website uh, and you can click on Hong Kong and you'll see exactly where that is and who the special guests that I have flying in from overseas are for this panel. Now, back to this week's episode. So we're doing something a little bit special and we're working directly with Web Summit and their content marketing team. We have a special episode focusing on women in tech, as I mentioned earlier. I have two guests for you this week. The first is Anna O'Hare, who is the Director of Content Marketing at Web Summit. And then we have Gillian Tans, the CEO of Booking.com, which, as you guys know, is one of the largest online travel booking companies in the world. So we're very honored to have both of them on, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with them and discussion on women in tech. Let's get on to the show. All right. Hey, guys. We, this week, we have uh, Anna and Gillian, and we are doing a special feature on women in tech. And this is during the week of Rise for uh, July 2018. It's an exciting week. We have uh, you know thousands of people, entrepreneurs and, and startup founders and investors from all over the world coming to Hong Kong. And uh, so it's a very special time, uh, near and dear to my heart, because I've been to every single one of them since they started here. Um, and so we have a very, very uh, good and uh, lucky, fortunate opportunity to to interview two two guests today. And uh, so Anna and Gillian, uh, welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have both of you. Thanks so much, Jay. Great to be here. Thank you. So I'd like to start off with a, just a quick introduction, uh, background uh, introduction, and maybe uh, Anna, you can you can start and maybe give us a little bit of overview uh, of the conference uh, and such, and uh, and then we can move to Gillian, and you can obviously give us some of your professional background as well. Great. Um, yeah. So hi guys, I'm Anna, and I'm a content marketing director at Web Summit. Um, so Rise kind of is comes from the company um, behind Web Summit, the event that started back in 2010. Um, and it's it's been pretty crazy year uh, time for me there. I've been there for now about three and a half years. Um, so I was lucky enough to be at the first um, iteration of Rise back in 2015. So back then, I think it was only about a thousand attendees. And now uh, this July, we're looking at welcoming 15,000 um, to Hong Kong, which is just amazing. Um, 
So, you know, it all kind of uh, it started with Web Summit about seven years ago, and it's it's really become so much more than a tech conference now. Um, one of my kind of, you know, working in the, the media marketing space, one of my kind of favorite quotes that describes the event is um, where the future goes to be born. And I think that really sums it up really nicely. Um, so we're so excited to obviously be, book, you know, working with Booking.com again um, at Rise. We partnered with them last year as well, which I guess we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but especially with Gillian and kind of working with them really closely on our women in tech initiative. Um, so, yeah, it's great to be here. It's very exciting. And and the background of of Web Summit is just incredible. I mean, it, it it's my understanding that it was it was basically Patty and 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 a, and a handful of people that just started it, and it wasn't like there wasn't necessarily a large organization funding it or anything behind it. It just kind of grew virally. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a kind of like a really nice Irish success story as well. I think um, we were speaking just now, but everyone's kind of really surprised that there's, you know, this little company. We're about, I think, 180 employees now in Ireland um, running these conferences around the world. And Paddy started it like seven years ago from his couch. And it's so funny hearing him talk about what it was like. And, you know, when we're, when we're getting to the stage, we're inviting these amazing speakers like this year. We've got some amazing names joining us. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's it's quite humbling, I suppose, as well to have been with the company for so long to kind of see it on on its journey. Absolutely fantastic. Um, so thanks for the intro, Gillian. Maybe you could give us a little bit of introduction to yourself. I mean, obviously, one of the most successful women in tech today and a CEO of a large corporation. Um, please give us some of your background and uh, and, and share with that with the audience. Yeah, very good. Thank you very much. So um, I have a, a background in the hospitality industry. So very early on, already realized how complicated it was to bring customers from all over the world into properties. So when the internet came, I got really fascinated as to how this could actually improve finding and booking and accommodation. And uh, so in 2002, I decided to join the startup called Bookings.nl at that time. Um, because I really believe I got fascinated by how, how this could could change uh, this problem. And um, I've been with the company since. So I've seen this company grow from a, a few people to now we have over 17,000 people working for booking from a few properties. Wow. To now we have over 1.7 million properties listed on booking. Uh, and um, well, basically booking has grown into one of the largest e-commerce companies in the world. And if you think about how international booking is, we operate in over 230 countries and territories we have offices in 200 offices in 70 countries so uh, and our mission is to empower people to experience the world and and you also see in that sense booking evolving from hotels into 30 categories which we offer to customers today uh, into offering more and more services in, in travel that's fantastic and I always say, talking about the Web Summit, that I wish when we were a startup that we would have a Web Summit at that time because I think it, it's very helpful to uh, to companies that are getting started. That's that's actually true. And so I I, I actually uh, I, it's always hats off to sort of the uh, the the Web 1.0 type uh, companies that have actually survived and made it and thrived into you know now very very mature companies uh, and. You know, I mean, look, being an entrepreneur and building a company is always hard regardless, but it's it's easy. I feel like it's it's quite easy. It, it's quite a bit easier now because of just the tools that are available and, you know, social media and the Internet and this sort of thing that 
it, it's you know it's it's easier to scale up now. Uh, so Anna, maybe we can talk. Uh, you can talk us a little bit about through the Women in Tech Initiative. Um, you know, it's obviously a, a very uh, important uh, subject, especially at this point in time in history. I think it's it's something that uh, that is uh, very poignant. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about the initiative. How it was? Uh, how did you come up with this? And um, what are you doing from sort of a conference standpoint to uh, to promote this? Absolutely. Um, so it kind of all launched in 2015 and we kind of labeled it our commitment to change program. Um, and it's really it started as just trying to increase female participation at all of our events. Um, so like from a personal standpoint, I'm a woman, I'm working in, in tech and I'm working for a startup conference. And I've certainly over the years been acutely aware that female participation in the tech sector, it just continues to be a significant issue. Um, we've obviously managed to come some way. I think it's not as exclusive as it used to be, but we still have an awful long way to go. Um, so we're in the third year now, um, and I think it's just over 45,000 tickets that we've issued wow. um, to female attendees across the globe. Um, and it's just, it's been, it's been amazing just to, to kind of see it come the whole way through and to even meet some of the amazing women that kind of decide to come and take a chance and, you know, apply for the tickets and come to the event. And, um, it's kind of, for me, I think what's great is looking at the data, um, to kind of put it in context. I think the average, um, for tech industry events, the female to male ratio is usually about 20% speaker. Um, so last year and for the previous two years, our male to female gender ratio for attendees was 42 to 58. Um, and then the percentage of women speakers rose to over 35% across all of our stages last year, which like it's 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 not it's definitely not equal but I, we kind of really hope that it's a small step in the right direction um and yeah i mean it's it's exciting to to kind of see that that progress and hear from all these incredible women speakers whether they're a speaker or investor or even a startup you know or, or a marketing manager sitting in an office in new york and kind of you know putting themselves out there and coming along to the event like what 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 specifically at the conferences so maybe we can use rise as sort of an example um, what are some of the specific, uh, you know, is there a special stage, you know, uh, what are some of the specific initiatives specific to RISE that allows you to sort of get that ratio up of, of both speakers and attendees? Definitely. So I think for my team, like from the marketing standpoint, um, we one of the most kind of important parts of this is our Facebook community. So we're just over 10,000 in our Facebook community and like we're kind of actively involved in that every day and um, that's something that we're able to kind of test ideas out with so we can talk directly to our community and say right you know you've got a ticket you're coming along to the event what do you want or what would help you um, and a lot of the time the feedback is that they just want to meet other women or they want to meet someone that they can mm -hmm. be inspired by and it's very like you don't really think I, I'm in the conference industry so it kind of I forget it sometimes but it can be quite daunting you know going along to an event and not knowing anyone and taking the time off work and having to mm -hmm. you know justify it to your boss or whatever it is so we we really try and um, partner with companies like booking.com on the initiative and think okay how can we how can we introduce women to each other um so one of the main things last year um at web summit was our mentor hours program um so that was where you know women got to and startups in general got to book in 
kind of pre-scheduled 15 minute meetings um, and get advice and kind of find a mentor. And Gillian herself was a mentor, which is kind of insane when you think about it and um, you turn up and you you're able to kind of chat and get advice from someone who's done it all before that's absolutely um, incredible which yeah it's it's great um it sounds like it sounds like these initiatives are actually uh, actually working and gaining very good traction because you can i mean the data is basically uh you know proof proof of uh of concept so um so thank you for sharing that now gillian uh, on your side you know as, as someone that was sort of uh, it has been a you know a, a women leader in tech for 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 most of your career. How have you sort of uh, you know seen the the tech industry and and just corporate uh, it, the corporate world in general? How has it evolved? Um, you know, obviously uh, there's a lot there's still a lot of uh, you know shortcomings that the industry has, uh, but I'm sure it's getting better because there's more sort of uh, places that. People can, you know, speak their, you know, voice and and uh, and initiatives such as women in tech and this sort of thing. Maybe you could walk us through your experience uh, coming up in the early days and how it's sort of changed, uh, hopefully for the better now. Yeah, yeah. So I always say that uh, if you think about my history in booking, I've always been very lucky because uh, basically the culture that we've built at Booking has been a very diverse culture from the start, and um, mm-hmm. that really has helped me. And I've had many mentors within Booking that really gave me the confidence uh, to try lots of new things, to make mistakes, and and to learn from those. And that's how I grew within the business. And actually if I think back, has enabled me to get into this position, which maybe when I started a booking would never think that that's feasible. Which uh, So that also shows that uh, also mentorships are quite crucial, I think, uh, in, in people's careers and making sure that people feel confident in, in making, making, these, making these type of, of steps. I think if you think about women in, in technology, right, and, and what I've seen over time, I do think that uh, it, it has become more transparent. So uh, mm. I think uh, in the beginning, I think that the problem was there as well, but it was not so visible. Uh, I think today it's it's quite clear, right, there's lots of data uh, around what is happening. So that's a good thing. At least we know uh, how big the gap still is today. Um, I do think, uh, and that's also something that, that we see in, in data that still today that there's a big big gap i think uh, in 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 europe you see only 30 percent of the 7 million people working in europe's digital sector uh, are basically working in technology roles so it's still very much underrepresented you you mentioned coming up uh, and and the culture at booking.com so so currently at at booking.com are there what are some of the initiatives that you have within your organization that do you offer sort of uh, in-house mentorship or, or, or even external mentorship uh, type programs for uh, women that are aspiring to be involved in the technology industry? Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, we, we've done lots of initiatives uh, internally, but we also learned that we need also help externally. And uh, so internally, um, I think what has helped us a lot is looking very good at, at data, right, to truly understand what is happening. And you will learn that there's very small things that you can change, with, which will actually improve, right, uh, to bring more women in, in technical roles, even in your recruitment processes, promotional processes. So that's something that booking uh, and every time we'll go through again to make sure there's no no pay gap and, and these type of activities. Then we do mentorship programs internally and, and also um, as, uh, as what has been clear together with the Web Summit and other conferences externally as well. 
And um, but we should also realize that um, the the biggest problem sits, I think, with girls in age twelve to seventeen, mm. because you see, there's the, that's when we have the biggest drop off drop off because they don't make choices in a certain uh, type of study. Right. And that's also why Booking has decided to sponsor scholarships. And we do that together with Oxford and Delft. And uh, we give away scholarships uh, for, for these type of studies to, to women. So this is something that we've done. And then um, we do the Tech Playmaker Awards because we've also learned that it's very important that there's role models and that women see these role models as well. So we have the Tech Playmaker Awards internally, but we also do it externally, really to showcase women that have changed um, industries and, and companies. And uh, and that is something that we started off last year. We had the first, or this year we had the first Tech Playmaker Awards. And that's something that we are continuing to do. So there's lots of investments we're doing both internally, but also uh, outside of Booking.com. Also because we're, a leading technology company coming out of Europe. So we also take it very seriously that we need to play a big role in, in, in this topic. Yeah, that's absolutely important. I mean, uh, Gillian, you bring up a good point. You know, I mean, a lot of people are, are much more focused on sort of the here and now. Uh, and you brought up a good point about sort of the early years uh, when, you know, when a, uh, when a young woman is developing, the choices she makes of what to study and what sort of career path to prove, that essentially is the seed that gets planted um, that will that will drive her career in the future, and um, and it's sort of breaking down those barriers and t- traditional silos that that um, that is all that is all relevant, uh, absolutely. And so, um, I think it's very important, and it's great that that you guys are 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 out there doing this sort of thing. I also think that uh, one of the issues that I see uh, being in this part of the region is is there's a lot of cultural nuances here in asia and uh that uh, you know i'm I, I, i'm asian but i'm i'm from the west i'm from america and so i've i've lived here since 2005 and when i moved here you know i noticed uh, certain things and um and so i think that asia does have a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of room for improvement as well when it comes to um to you know encouraging sort of women in, in the workplace and, and t- empowering women to, to take more leadership roles. Um, so as far as, uh, I, I don't, this is a general question for, for both of you, Anna and, and Gillian, what, what, is, what would you say is sort of the, the number one issue that might not be, be discussed or is not being talked about right now within, whether it be uh, large organizations or maybe startups? I mean, is there anything that you guys can pinpoint and say hey look if people just did this or talked about this more it would dramatically change or improve sort of the struggles that maybe some women uh, in tech have um i think for me uh the whole kind of dialogue around you know things getting better with time um and talking about you know how you know women and how many women are working in your company and the ratio. And I think that saying things will get better with time hasn't really proved itself as a strategy. Um, And I think going back to what Gillian mentioned about just looking at the data, a stat that really stands out for me is that Mm. there's still only 5% of the Fortune 500 that have female CEOs. And I think in 1995, we were at about 0%. So we clearly haven't made that much progress. Like systemic bias is clearly a huge problem. Um, And I think you know, it's it's simple. We had um, Sarah Fryer of Square speak at our event last week in Dublin, um, and she mm-hmm, p- mm-hmm. put it quite nicely where she just said, you know, if if 
people ask her for advice and how can our companies do better and startups were coming up to her saying what's the secret and she was saying like, why don't you just recognize that diversity is essential like there's so much research out there saying that by having a more diverse leadership team or having you know females on your board or on your leadership team your company will do better um so and you know your company will think more uh, it'll be more innovative and all these different advantages so it's really just kind of saying time's up and to for companies to start taking note of this like booking.com have so many different initiatives that they're working on and you know uh, instead of kind of being shy about it maybe it's time now to to take a stand on something if if your company's 80% male maybe just look to only hire women maybe that might seem you know a little bit aggressive but I think it's like you know I think at this point something needs to be done and kind of instead of kind of saying you know it'll get better it takes time right absolutely Gillian any thoughts Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the first um, step is if you think about women in leadership roles, it, it's very uh, difficult, I think, if we only try to fix that problem on, on the level itself, because there's not just not met enough women to, to choose from, right? So we need to really solve this problem bottom up, which also means that companies need to take ownership over it because everybody looks at governments, but I think how can governments solve a bottom up problem, right? So it sits in, in basically the development of women, right, within companies from uh, the lowest level, right, and making sure that yeah. women make it up to the top. And uh, and for me, it's it's quite crucial that companies now really start to make this part of their values, right? I think if every company includes this in their values, I think that's a big step. And I think because then it's in your values, so then you need to you need to basically also report on your values. You will check if if, if everything is happening according to your values. You will evaluate managers to see if they you know if they act according to the values, etc. So then I think you can really drive a cultural change, which in my opinion is what needs to happen. So th this will be something that I, I, I always push for and, and, and talk about. And it's hard work, right? Companies think they do one thing and then they think that, oh, I've, I've addressed the issue or I've done something. <laughs> well, it's hard work and it sits everywhere. And, it's, and it also means every year, again, you need to make sure that you look at data and see if, 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 if where you can make improvements. And it won't change overnight, but I think if everybody will make these steps, then I think eventually we will make a change. Definitely. That's, uh, that's, that's, I, I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, it's not a one and done type thing. It's a, it's a, you have to keep at it and the, an organization, it moves like a super tanker. So it's a very slow, gradual move, but you know, within time and, And uh, without dropping the ball, if you keep after it, then I think that uh, real change can be enacted. Um, so, uh, Anna, let's let's jump quickly back to Rise. Uh, I'm I'm I don't know if you um, have this on off the top of your head, but uh, is there? Do you actually know like how many female speakers you guys have for this specific conference? Or sorry, I didn't mean to catch you off guard. <laughs> no, don't worry. Um, so we always announce our uh, figures and it, that means every type of attendee. So investors, speakers, attendees and kind of all the different places they're okay, coming from great. on the first day of the event. So stay tuned for that. Um, I will say that we do still have some women in tech uh, tickets available. They're all gone, unfortunately, for Web Summit, but we do have some left. There's been quite a high uptake, which is great to see, um, especially, you know, you know, us being an Irish conference and we're still 
still trying to figure out um, this whole Asian market. So um, the URL is just riseconf.com um, forward slash women in tech and you can apply. And I really would encourage anyone listening that is kind of interested in this space to kind of come along um, and as well, like don't, you know, don't feel um, daunted by it. You know, we we have an app, we have uh, the Facebook group I mentioned about, I'll be there as well. And um, we can go and grab coffee. So just, yeah, it would really be great to see as many uh, people, especially from Hong Kong there um, as we can. Okay, so just to clarify, the if you go to riseconf.com forward slash women in tech, uh, yeah. this is, uh, you have basically a, a special, I guess, um, is it a, is a special program if you want to apply to be if you're a female founder or investor? Exactly. And I mean, you don't you don't necessarily have to be, you know, a female founder and investor. You could be working. As I said, it's not really just about tech anymore. We've got lots of different conferences there and um, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in fintech, finance, whatever it is, um, apply and or just reach out to me either at Anna at WebSummit.com and we probably we can we can sort something out. Oh, fantastic. And and you have like a, a you have allocated a special uh, allotment of tickets for specifically for women in tech. Is that right? Exactly. So right. for Rise, we've um, 4,000 tickets oh, um, that were just for women in tech. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So, so for all the uh, people, women listening in that are interested in this, please head on over to riseconf.com. We'll have it all linked up in the show notes. And Gillian, you will be also attending Rise. Is that correct? Um, I'll, I'll be attending the Web Summit in Lisbon. The Web Summit. Okay, right. Um, is there anything that, uh, as far as uh, for your on your sort of uh, runway in 2018 or maybe in 2019, anything that uh, you are excited about that you're working on directly at Booking.com that you'd want to share with our listeners? And that this could be uh, for the company itself or specifically for your sort of initiatives helping women in tech? Yeah, so uh, I spoke a lot about women in tech. So maybe it's nice uh, to speak a little bit more about Booking.com and uh, because there's also a lot happening in, in our business and um, especially the work you see that we're doing in homes. So uh, we, we have 5 million homes, apartments and other unique places to stay, which we are expanding all over the world. And then uh, if you think about booking and, and the products that we're innovating into, you see we're more and more thinking about the end-to-end trip of customers. So you will see now that booking is offering in destinations transportation or uh, experiences. So what to do, right, once you arrive. And we've learned a lot through customer data that customers still need a lot of help uh, when they go uh, on their trips. So you'll see a lot of innovation happening uh, in this part of our, our business. And then technology as well. So we have the booking assistant, which is a bot we have uh, running to make sure that we give customers answers faster. So in uh, in travel, there's still a lot of questions that customers have. Uh, it's not all that straightforward as w- when you would order a book uh, online. So uh, mm. it's very important that we provide technology for customers, uh, which gives them that answers really quickly. And that bot is already answering 30% of questions in the English language, which we are expanding. And then also with something that Booking is very active in is uh, it's called the Booking Booster, which is basically the work we're doing in sustainable tourism. Our mission is to empower people to experience the world, but uh, we also find it very important to make sure that the world keeps being worthwhile to be explored. So we basically help uh, proactively startups that are active in sustainable tourism with funding and with knowledge. And this is also something that uh, Booking.com is very active in. 
And that also connects us a lot to the, the startup world uh, as such, which is a nice connection because it's connected to our mission and, and to our business. Wow, that's uh, that's very exciting. Um, and just quickly, um, do you guys uh, are you guys involved with any of the online booking and travel uh, within the region here, within China, perhaps? Yeah, so Booking.com, of course, is a brand that is uh, operating out of Asia and China ourselves as well, and we have a very close cooperation with Ctrip in in China. Mm, yes. Uh, so this is a company that we we operate very closely with. That's a very good strategic strategic alignment because obviously they're the largest from out of China. So, um, well, fantastic! Thank you uh, both for your time. I just have a couple of questions left uh, as we look to wrap up here, um, and I would like Anna and, and Gillian if you guys could both each answer this question. Um, you know, as both female entrepreneurs successful in both of your fields and what you do, uh, what advice if you could have one piece of advice for aspiring? female entrepreneurs coming up uh, within tech or within a corporate or, or just wanting to get out there and, and, uh, and, and maybe rise to a position of power within a corporation, uh, what would that one piece of advice be? Yeah, so for me, I think what I always find the most valuable advice for women is to not be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and to basically not be afraid to make mistakes. And uh, so this is something that I always say, because that's how you will learn uh, faster. And uh, I think especially for female entrepreneurs, this is super important. And I always say also make sure that you don't try to do everything yourself. Make sure that you um, get the right people around you. And there's one thing I always say in booking as well is don't let failures uh, get into your heart and successes into your head, which has helped wow. me throughout my career in booking. And it reminds you to stay humble. Very good advice. Very good advice. Thank you, Gillian. Anna? Yeah, I love that. I think it it all comes down to, you know, what Gillian said, like risk taking and comfort rarely coexist. And I think for me throughout my career, I've always when I've been faced with, you know, maybe a new job opportunity or promotion, I think, you know, I'm not ready just yet. But if I just do this one other thing, then I'll feel ready. And I think you realize that you may never feel ready. So just try and, you know, find the courage mm. and welcome change. And I think, again, it goes back to what we spoke about, about finding a mentor. So, you know, whatever company you're in, when you look up and, you know, look at the leadership team, you need someone that you can aspire to. Um, and, you know, they don't, you know, your role model doesn't necessarily need to perfectly fit who you are. Um, but I think you can pull pieces from their experience to maybe make that um, part of your part of your journey as well. Fantastic. Well, Anna Gillian, thank you both so much for your time. Uh, it's been great to hear about both of what you guys are working on. We are super excited for Rise uh, this week. And uh, Anna and or Anna and Gillian, if you guys could both just quickly say where is the best place that uh, our audience can find you, follow you, or learn more about what you guys do. Uh, absolutely. So I, you can find me on Twitter. It's just Anna O'Hare. Um, and you can also follow WebSummon and Rise's accounts there. And as I said, the URL is riseconf.com forward slash women in tech. And hopefully I'll see some of you guys there. Awesome. And Gillian? Yeah, I, I post uh, regularly on LinkedIn and on Facebook as well. Uh, Twitter, I think you have to be always on. That for me is <laughs> more challenging. <laughs> but uh, these two channels uh, I, I use, so uh, that's where people can read more. Fantastic. We will 
We will get that all linked up. Uh, thanks once again, Anna and Gillian, for your time. And uh, we really appreciate it. And we wish you both the best of luck. Thank you so much, guys. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Brilliant. Bye. Take care, guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at jkimshow.com. Come back often and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join us next week for another exciting episode of The J. Kim Show. I'd love to hear your comments. You can find me on Twitter at jkimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. See you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Hack Your Fitness, the high achiever's guide to getting ripped in under three hours a week. If you're anything like me, you're probably working a full-time job or jobs and trying to find time to balance family life, social life, and last but not least, fitness. Look, I get it. I'm a full-time investor and entrepreneur myself and father of two. So how am I able to stay fit year-round without spending hours and hours in the gym killing myself on the cardio machine? After struggling for the last 15 years trying every workout and diet under the sun, I finally designed a system that allows me to achieve and maintain single-digit body fat for life in under 3 hours a week. Cardio not required. Head on over to hackyour.fitness and download my free 13-page guide that teaches you the simple science behind efficient fitness and smart nutrition and gives you everything you need to know to finally take control of your life. That's hackyour.fitness.